Yo, what's going on, y'all? What's going on? Uh, welcome back to another. I don't ever. I couldn't. Couldn't even imagine what number episode this is. Uh, couldn't imagine uh, how many times I've sat in this extremely comfortable uh, computer chair. And remember, you don't buy a gaming chair. You just buy a computer chair. Gaming chair have you sitting in a fucking cocoon. You be sitting like fucking Metapod in the gaming chair. Sitting just very comfortably. Um, getting back to recording. Getting back to um, giving the people what they want. All you tens of thousands. Uh, more like tens of twenties uh, people that want to hear your boy. Uh, give just probably some of the best opinions uh, and facts uh, you'll ever hear. Uh, it's great to be back. Um, the the fan mail, the roses uh, that lead from my door uh, to my astro van uh, outside of my door. It's been a little creepy that y'all know where I'm at and that y'all doing that every single day, but uh, I appreciate it. And um, it's good to be back. Let's get into some motherfucking action. Uh, a lot has been going on, right? So I want to touch on a couple of things. I want to touch on some some basketball, of course. Um, I've been uh, feeling a lot about the way. I want to touch a little bit of a little bit about life. Um, I usually scramble that somewhere in there. A little wrestling. Uh, I like a little wrestling today. I think we're gonna do a little UFC. So I got a couple things planned for us. Um, let's get into life first. Let's talk about uh, uh, life and all this other shit that's going on. Right. So I don't want to get into you know. In, in the past, we, we've discussed, you know, different politics and, you know, all this other crazy shit like this. And by the way, last time I started recording, uh, it sounded like Twisted Metal 3 uh, was going on outside the door. Uh, so hopefully that doesn't happen again because it does happen again. If it sounds like a small nuclear missile is landing at my doorstep, uh, I will be eating the, these headphones. Um, let's get into a little bit of life. So me and my dog. Some of my dogs, we, you know, one in particular, we like to talk some, we like to talk some life. We like to talk some common sense. Um, and, and sometimes it's where I get, um, a little touch of not reality, but more like realization. Uh, you know, some things you, you do, or some things you don't do, or some things you notice or haven't noticed, um, that can be really important, um, to you and you, you may not even notice it, um. You know, we've had a, uh, we can call it a regime change almost with uh, switching from Trump to Biden. Um, but still in between, we have a lot of uh, stupid motherfuckers. And, you know, I used to be, this last year's last, just 12 months, it's April now, still April, going into May. So it's kind of like uh, Rona was like May going, well, March going into April is when it shit just started to shut down for real. People's getting affected, but it was really starting to shut down. So. Around this time last year, you know, it was shutdown time. It wasn't much going on. Uh, a whole lot of thinking. A whole lot of uh, people having to get used to seeing the people and actually live in with the people in their house for more than, let's see. So you wake up, let's say everybody in the house. Let's say if it's four people in the house. All right, two parents, two kids. Let's say the kids are uh, middle, middle school, high school, right? You wake up at six. Everybody get ready. You're not really paying attention to each other. There's some, you know, there's some family time in between, maybe. 
uh, depending on you all. But, you know, it's about an hour, hour and a half of that, right? And then y'all spend the next eight to maybe three o'clock for kids, um, parents, five, six o'clock, um, working at nine and five, working eight to four, so however you work. Um, so you split up for about eight, nine hours, really. Um, and when you time to get inside, most of it's decompression time. Uh, some people just want to be in a, in a room alone for a little bit. Uh, some people just want to get in watch TV. You might get a little family time in between there, a couple hours. Uh, and then most families with kids around that age, they'll probably be going to sleep 8 30, 9 o'clock, 9 30, 10 o'clock, right? So, in, in reality, there are weekends, but that's not much time if families uh, have to see each other. Uh, wives and husbands have to like live with each other, you know, not like coming home and seeing a pair of dirty drawers. Uh, Seeing a motherfucker all day is a lot different. You know what I'm saying? Than just seeing them when you wake up, you know, you're talking, texting in between, you're not seeing each other all the all the all the work hours and work time is, is one reason I'm just so against working uh for, for other people and just not having my own hours and, and not doing my own thing because uh, I I've realized of just how much time I've wasted uh being with strangers when kind when I could have been um doing my own type of work, whatever that work is, um, and, and having my free time. And, you know, when you got your own business, of course, your, your hours ramp up. A lot of the, the work that you do for yourself ramp up. So, you know, you might be working 60 hours a week, but you get to fucking choose when those 60 hours is. If I want to be up all night because I know when I wake up, I'm going to just fucking wake up. And then I can do nothing all day just to be up all night again. And I can do that because that's what I can do. Then uh, I'll fucking take that, you know, and I'll take a pay cut with it. Instead of being obligated to everything, every type of emotional hit you get. Because coworkers most times, for most people, turn into friends. I turn into something a lot more than that for other motherfuckers. So you spend so much time with these people and, um, and all of that time that you spent with strangers, uh, people have to spend with the actual families. And, you know, I just seen it from several social media, different, uh, things and different articles about people just kind of realizing they don't really like their fucking family like that. You know, it, it, it kind of felt to me like, a lot of uh, parents were just sending their kids off to fucking daycare. Like, oh, I don't know what to do with this motherfucker. I don't want to teach this motherfucker. Like, people are just completely fine. The majority of people, obviously, it's f- fucking stupid-ass America. Uh, they're just completely fine with having a stranger um, educate their kids on everything and them not do anything. Uh, the the Zoom meeting, people just made a huge deal of that. I understand Zoom meetings and People don't have uh, internet connections and, you know, low-income homes. Uh, I know that. I, I lived through that. Uh, being broke as a motherfucker. I mean, you know, it's what it is. Um, but a lot of it um, was just excuse-making. Uh, people don't want to... Some people are probably not as educated um, as they think they are. They're not as confident as in their education. Some people just don't want to learn no more. I'll be honest. Catch, catching me back in, in, a, in a classroom? 
a college classroom or taking a course, buddy, buddy, I'm a, that's just going to be real fucking tough to do. So I think a lot of it is that, and, um, a lot of society changing. I was saying, I kind of cut off before, but I was saying like, you know, I was a, a little bit naive to the world. Um, I actually thought that the percentage of stupid motherfuckers was a lot lower. You know, I didn't think, I knew it was bad people, but stupid people and bad people, you know, to me, they could, they could be the same, they're not the same, but, you know, I, I knew they were bad people, terrible people, obviously, fucking criminals and, you know, whatever type of criminals you want to peg it on, whether it's nonviolent to up to the top, uh, to violent to, to anything like that, I always knew it was bad people, but just outright overly stupid people, I didn't know, um, and it could be, you know what, it could be just a lack of self-confidence. Not that I thought people were smarter than me, but I thought at I I figured at least I always thought I was trying to catch up. Even though, you know, I got all A's in school and all that shit. I just felt like when I got out of school, I felt like I, I had to catch up with everything. Cause, you know, Louisiana, 49th in fucking education. Um, and when I got to college, you know, motherfuckers is like, yeah, Photoshop. We've been doing this three, four years. Like, nigga, Photoshop. I never even heard of this. We didn't even have computers uh, in high school. And you niggas is doing Photoshop in eighth grade. And we had the, the, the just the, the computer, the keyboard to do ASDF. We had motherfucking typewriters in that motherfucker. Uh, we didn't have computers. So, you know, and them days we had to go to the library to use the computer. We didn't have computers at our house. We didn't have internet. You know what I'm saying? We have I didn't have internet in my house until I was already about to leave. It was like 11th grade, 12th grade. Shit, two years internet. Um, Before that, we had to go to the library. It's like everybody else broke black. I'm sure if you broke black, you probably had to go to the library to use the internet too. Um, so, you know, I, I always thought I had a lot of catching up to do. Um, but lo and behold, I'm above the fucking threshold. I'm way, uh, way above the, the the threshold. Way above the uh, the hierarchy, the tier, or whatever uh, educational uh, plateau or platform or, or whatever we have in this country. The educational standard, because uh, we got a lot of stupid motherfuckers, and you know, it's stupidity, and that's a lot of what I talk about in you know in previous episodes and just previous. It's how I always say this word. Because I just always remember this word. And I always say, idolatry from fucking uh, New Jack City. Uh, idolatry. Um, we it, It's this celebrity uh, culture thing. and It's so crazy, man. You see the movies. And you see movies from like the 80s and 90s. It's always the same thing. Humanity just becoming distant with each other. Uh, humans in general. People like living in this weird simulation. Uh, people need it. People not having, uh, are not looking up to the right people and creating this, this kind of celebrity tier, this celebrity hierarchy. We create the celebrities to worship and treat us like shit. Like people, a TikTok star uh, is probably, you know, there's people on TikTok is probably millionaires now um, because they TikTok. Like, it's so many ways for lowly 
stupid and uneducated people. And I don't mean that as a um, an insult. I truly don't, as people do TikTok or anything like that. But it's pretty easy to be a, a celebrity if you're kind of willing to, you know, if you, if you have that will, uh, if you have that, you know, that people just sometimes attention is what people uh, want. It's what people crave. It's what most people crave. Um, some people just like it in spurts. Uh, you know, maybe they get it from their partner, they made their family, and then they like to be left alone. But somebody, some people want it in grand scales. Um, rappers who do this, man, you you have to you have to want that type of attention to be able to go out there and perform in front of twenty thousand people, thirty thousand people. Um, just kind of carefree like that, just to be. Most people can't even stand on a stage. Like if I, if I tell a motherfucker walk out on the middle of the stage in front of twenty thousand people, stand there. For, Count to 10 and walk back. It's going to be the most nerve-wracking shit they've ever done. And they have only counted to 10. Like, they're going to be so tired, so emotionally drained. That's how, you know, I'll transition to UFC later. But that's uh, a lot of what the UFC cats do. is like a lot, when you throw feints, when you throw fakes in a fight, when you react to it, like the, when you keep tightening up. And like, if you've anybody ever been in a fight, somebody like, fainting at them and like jumped at them like they was about to do something if you ever been scared and you jumped at something that amount of like tightening up and fear that you get like it's pretty it's pretty paralyzing like if any regular person that's like jump for something man, you you're frozen in time you you literally frozen that you know some people just get that you just get that fright um and just some people don't so some people like made and born for that type of attention um but what comes with that is attention and money equals stardom and it automatically plateaus you to a, a top tier in society and this is not a uh these days this century type of thing this has always been a thing they've always been celebrities um they've always been uh people that are uh just are more popular than others it's pretty much just what it is uh, or they're more skilled than the others. Uh, there was it could have been a year fucking seventeen, and there was some blacksmith that was the best blacksmith in fucking town. Um, so they get the most customers. Things like this. This is this is normal. This is nature. The biggest fucking lion with the biggest mane. He get all the lionesses. He get all them. All the asses on the on lionesses. Um, that's just how it is. But the amount of access that we have now, you know, in in 1998, if I didn't know where somebody was, and I didn't like, if you didn't know where somebody was, you just ain't know where the fuck they was. Like it's, it's kind of like I can't. Nobody really had cell phones. I had to go walk to a drive to places. Well, I, ain't, I couldn't drive back then, so we had to walk the place. I was a kid. You had to walk the place where you thought they hang out at. There was no cell phone in the car. I can't go in there. I mean, me, I call your house. More, more than them days, we just go knock on your door. Um, only the older people was calling people. Like that's it's kind of crazy. Older people was calling people. We just go knock on your door. Like yo, you all, you think which McCall at home? Yeah, let's go. Let's go to his house. We ain't call him, motherfucker. We just went to their house. Um, so the amount of communication and the, the amount of contact you have now, um. Somebody getting on Instagram live or these podcasts or anything like that, you're talking directly to people. Um, so it's a totally different, it's a totally different feeling 
um, when people are talking directly to people that let's see, what's the word? Uh, like that, that they're a fan of, idolizes would be the word. Uh, that they idolize. So, you know, back in those days, it had to be kind of a special occasion for you to be around a fucking a, a celebrity. Now, a celebrity can respond to you directly. Um, in in the comments in a reply. So what that happens is, what happens is, is that the people that crave the attention of that person, they'll do whatever they can do to get that attention. For instance, there's a lot of cats um, on different social medias that follow beautiful women, but the only way for them to get attention from that woman is probably to say something insulting because they've gone. They've gone the um, compliment route, but there's already a lot of compliments. And and why did she say something to that compliment? Why did she leave a, a heart under under that compliment, but not mine? Why do I just get a thank you? Why do I? Why did he, that person get a smiley face? You know what that account is. It, you know it may not be having nothing to do with nothing, but people are like this. People are very much so like this. So people will say something insulting just to get your attention, and then say. Oh, I'm a huge fan. Oh, they all, they all, they all, they already follow you because they couldn't get attention the way you wanted to give them attention and the way they wanted it. Um, so they go the bad way, right? So then, in like the late '90s, early 2000s, we had the jackass era, and the jackass era was where people did anything for attention. You know, when if you told me right now. Uh, that somebody that 15 million people was going to turn on TV and watch seven white dudes drink, take shots of bull semen um, and snort goldfish and shove shit up their ass uh, for 30 minutes every week for like six years, seven years, eight years, however long they was around and then watch several movies on them and while also making these people uh, millionaires and when money uh, comes influence and when you have the wrong people with influence and I'm not saying these jackass cats are just the wrong people but they were kind of the wrong people to get attention the way they got attention because if you're gonna uh, snort a fucking goldfish then you'll probably do anything if you're gonna uh, shove fire rockets bottle rockets up your ass and shoot them out your asshole on national TV uh, in general, just and just do it in general. Uh, that means you'll probably do it anything for attention. So if some stupid motherfucker see you become a millionaire off of that. And that and, you know, let's say Steve, all right, Steve, put a, a bottle rocket in his ass and he lit it up and they shot it out. Right. So that's like level 10 stupid. It's already. It's 10 stars. It's level 10 high that you can go. That's already level 10 stupid. So that means if people can can float anything between 6 to 9, it don't even seem that bad because we've already seen somebody try to shoot a bottle rocket out their ass. You see what I'm saying? Like, we've already been numbed and dumbed down and filed down to a pretty, pretty, like, raw form at this point. Murder and seeing people murdered and uh, people dying tragically, it's, it's shared on social media so easily. 
Like you people get offended when you tell them, hey, don't put that fucking shit on my timeline. That's not the type of things I want to see. People get offended when you say that. People get, uh, and then people will post that type of stuff, you know, without even thinking that they're posting a murder or that somebody's being killed or somebody's, you know, uh, uh, just something just so bad and so tragic that it's being shared millions and millions of times. And then there's the person that's recording it instead of stopping whatever's going on or whatever, uh, or, or, or helping to just diffuse the fucking situation like it. It's so many levels of terribleness that we already on at level 10. We're already at the, the worst you can possibly get. Sandy Hook is the worst. Sandy, uh, an event like Sandy Hook is supposed to transform a nation. School kids, literal children being gunned down with automatic weapons and teach is supposed to transform a, a, at least a fucking city, at least a state, nigga, at least a cut, at least a like it's. And that's just under the wing. Motherfuckers made that a conspiracy theory. People play with that. That became a. That didn't really happen, though. Real families, real people dealt with a gunman coming into their, like, kindergarten, first grade classrooms and shooting their children, killing their children. That's something. I'm not a parent, but I'm pretty fucking sure that's a level. If If the level is 10, that shit is like a thousand. And we just kind of, not we, but the country, people, society, it's just kind of a thing. It's just kind of a, oh, yeah, that happened too. Now, as tragic as, you know, grown motherfuckers getting killed, shot, whatever, you know, obviously, that's just a huge difference when it's children. This is babies. This is not like high school that's uh, of course this is all tragic it's not middle school 14 year olds 15 year olds this is like six year olds dog they don't even they didn't even get a chance to do nothing and they were gunned down and it changed nothing law wise think about just think about how crazy that is not one person not one set of people that the country votes for we vote these people in right and it and it turned into this kind of two party, you know, red blue thing. When we all vote these people in, and last time I checked, we all live near each other and we all deal with each other somewhat sensibly. There are not fucking race riots out in the streets today, and I mean race riots as far as like a bunch of groups or whoever just fucking fight, stab, shoot. Now we're not doing that. We're at least finding ways, even if that way is to get away from these motherfuckers that you don't like, whoever you are and whoever that may be. We've at least found a way to deal with that in our normal society. There are a lot of races everywhere. But those races still go to fucking Walmart and see a bunch of people they don't really like, but they deal with it and they go home. Millions of people vote for these people to represent whoever you are, to, to represent us. 
and they can't even put along, put aside the differences and put aside the fact that they make a shit ton of money from, you know, guns or whatever to at least come up with something to where something like that will never happen again, right? Or at least the threat of that will never happen again. There's no, you can't tell me that something like Sandy Hook can't happen again because we've had however many similar time things happen just all the time. It just seems like all the time. Like if I looked it up because I had a uh, I had a question before a while ago, right? Just like what is considered mass shootings? Apparently, it's like three or more um, people involved, not including the shooter, right? Mass shooting. Is three or more people involved and is not including the shooter. Just three, right? So it can't be the shooter and two motherfuckers. It's just three people and and not the shooter. And you think about that. We've all been in one. We've all been a part. Uh, everybody, if you've been to a fucking club, if you've been anywhere and motherfuckers started shooting, that's considered a mass shooting. If you in like in a group and somebody starts shooting and there was a victim or wasn't a victim, that's called a mass shooting. We've all been somewhat near that, something like that. And that's one of like the craziest things ever. And there's no change coming to fix something like that to where it's normal. It's 100% normal. We can't say it's not normal for uh, mass shootings when we've all been victimized from it. Even if somebody, you'd have been shot, you'd have been the damn shooter, or you'd have just, it, you could have been a block away. It's still a fucking mass shooting. Like, we've all been a part. It's, it's, the fact that things like this can happen and um and nothing can change and then you have people which i was getting to in the first place you have people that will stand there stand on the ground that is made of water you like it's not even people don't even make sense open carry makes no sense what are you who are you are you fucking wyatt earp Nigga, why are you walking around with a pistol or a rifle? What are you trying? It's it's intimidation. Um, there's only certain type of people that walk around like this. We all know who the certain type of people are. I don't have to say it. Uh, you have to be a, just a, a sociopath, a masochist. Uh, I don't even know if that's the right word for it. Uh, but I'm just thinking about any type of word uh, with an "ist" on the back of it because it's just. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, so we, we, we talk about stuff like that. Uh, we talk about real change. Uh, last week, we all saw, uh, I think, I believe that was Young Thug and Gunner. We got 30 low, um, I think it was nonviolent, 30 people out of jail, right? I believe it was nonviolent. It was 30 people, right? I don't know how much that costs to get 30 people who couldn't afford bail. 30 people, let's say 30 people, nonviolent crimes um, that just couldn't post bail. They couldn't afford to post bail. That could be any, that could be really 
the bail could have been anything. It couldn't. It's not even like fucking twenty thousand bail or something. The bail could have been anything because a lot of people just can't afford shit like that, right? Let's just say the bill they put together between Gunner and Thugger was a hundred thousand. I think a hundred thousand is um extremely excessive. Uh, for thirty people putting up bail. Um, I mean, excessive as far as I don't think they paid that much. I think it was much lower, but I'm just throwing out 100K because I think I want to throw out 100K. Two people, gun in and, and thug, right? And 50,000 50, a piece, right? Do you think 50,000 a piece for Gunner and Young Thug is anything, right? It's pretty much a 20 to me and you. It's a $20 bill to me and you. Uh, if that it might be a 10. It might be a damn five uh, with how much jury costs and all this shit costs, whatever, right? They changed the life of 30 people, which changes the life of so many different families and family members and everything else. For them basically putting a 10 on a table, putting a $20 on the table and say, here, change 30 people's lives. And me and my dog talk about this all the time, right? We talk about um, the I don't want to call it's it's not a a, a myth or a fake goal. It, it's this thing. It's this generational wealth thing, right? And generational wealth. It is individually. It has been accomplished by several athletes, uh, celebrities, entertainers, anything like that. But on a grand scale, look at what like. The Carnegies did. Look at um, people who people who put just put that money in and in, in trust funds, right? Like the Carnegies, I believe it was the Carnegies. You borrow money, I believe, when you want like shit. I, for, I forget how to explain. It. I don't want to explain it, so because I'm gonna get it wrong. But what I mean is. Why don't more people spend meaningless money to them? Why don't more people put do that? Like, I feel like I remember uh, asked somebody on Twitter um, a couple years back, and she was doing a a backpack fund. She said, "If you donate twenty dollars, I can get this, 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 and this." I gave her 40 because I felt like for 20 and you can get all that shit. I give 40. I should have gave more. And at that point, the money was so, you know, it, it didn't matter. It's $40, right? You know, I spent $40 on, on bullshit food. Why can't more people just do that? Why, you know, I, I, People say, oh, it comes in the taxes. We know the taxes don't do shit. Unless they wanted to do something. Unless they wanted to work. All your money going to buy missiles and all that shit. Y'all can chalk that up, right? The tax is supposed to do that. But we know the taxes don't do that. And we know in order for things to change, it takes people and it takes the community to do it. It's not donating 100000 to the Boys and Girls Club. It's taking that 100000 and doing it yourself. 
because you know what a fucking hundred thousand is going. Y'all see what I'm saying? Like it just feels like so much more can be done um, on everybody's part, even on my part. Um, I feel like I should be seeking people out to give money to money that I, I feel is meaningless to me. That means a lot to other people. You give, you know, back in the day, dog. You you think about it, you know, back in the day, somebody could have gave you five dollars. Somebody gave you five dollars. In like 1998, dog, you was pretty good off if you was a kid. Like chips, drink, you was good. And I feel like, obviously, inflation and everything else that go on. I, f- but it's still the same way. You can give twenty dollars to somebody, and it can just do so much for them. And um, I think we, I think people. Don't do that enough. I, yeah, I don't know what I mean. I just feel like there's a lot of. It doesn't take a lot of money to do a lot. I feel like if, just like one of these uh rich, if pretty much these rich oil people, these rich families, they go and they buy a whole town. They make a whole town. They invest in a a, a whole Podunk ass town. The streets named after them. The little sport, the, the gym named after them. That's why we still got Carnegie Hall. Because they built that shit from the ground up. I, f- I think there's always been enough money for generational wealth. As far as people at the top 1% creating it. They could have been created it. If y'all get what I'm saying. But most people, pretty much everybody is very individual. So somebody will write it. Uh, rather sit on 800 million and die with it than to spread a million around to a bunch of motherfuckers who may actually need it. If y'all get what I'm saying, I I think I don't think it takes a lot to do a lot, and I feel like if that little measly ass twenty dollars to me, that twenty went to so much for for kids, supplies, food, all that shit. What can two thousand do? If twenty dollars got a backpack and some 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 pencils, what what could two thousand dollars do? What could two hundred dollars do? What could twenty thousand dollars do? I seen last week Tyson. Uh, they're gonna pay for kids to eat free. I think I was believe that was Tyson. Um, the the food company gonna pay for kids to eat free at at, at school. When you're building a society or when you're transforming a society or there's things changing in the educational department within a society, how is there no fucking body in the history of the United States that said, hey, maybe kids at least under a certain age, if the motherfucker's 15 and you don't give a fuck, okay. But the five-year-old, they got to pay for food too. These things should be foundation. This should be built into into the foundation of things. Why do we have to charge everybody for everything when you're already fucking charging us to work? I work for a company. They take all of my time. I do a shit ton of work. They take the top percentage of the money. That's fine. They own the company. And then you take my fucking taxes and do nothing with it. You do what you want with it. You could say, oh, well, the COVID vaccine, yada, yada. What the fuck else have we gotten with it? Everything should be free. Everything should be like that. 
Pentagon just got five trillion. What the? F why does one building need five trillion? Why does a AOC have to get money donations from regular motherfuckers, mostly broke ass motherfuckers, to give to Texas? Texas should be fucking doing that. Texas politicians could have they could have all matched that money and gave that money and, and did something with it. Why are we giving to other people through a, a, a third party conduit? Like I don't know if conduit is the right thing, right word, but why am I giving the AOC to give to somebody else? I want at least I want to give it straight to them. Because let's be real, I, I like AOC. I don't she got like two million. That shit don't go from two million to zero dollars and it always given to Texas. It just don't work like that. It never works like that. Ever in the history of history. Nigga, Blue Cross should have saved the world a thousand times over. Red Cross, Blue Cross, all these crosses. These niggas should have been saved the world. The money never goes into the right places. And we know what giving money directly to the right people in the right communities, we know what that do. We know it builds everything up. We know supporting small businesses build everything up. You have people who are complaining about uh, social show, socialistic views and socialistic actions. But they're cool with getting everything that they own from Amazon. As long as they got some free delivery in it, they're cool with paying for that. And they're cool with Amazon controlling everything you do. Because I'm going to tell you what. Why order from motherfucking Best Buy that's going to charge me $30 delivery when I can just get everything from Amazon for free? And I pay them $15 a month, $20, whatever it is. What do you think that all rounds to? If one company provides everything for cheap and everybody uses it, what do you think that's going to turn into? People, it's just so many geniuses. So I just think we got, I think people have too much money and they don't know what the fuck to do with it. Look at these uh, Senate elections. All that money that was given to Georgia. Hundreds of millions of dollars on both sides. The Republican lady is a billionaire already. Why did you need to? Why do you need to donate two hundred million dollars to her for a running campaign? She's a billionaire. Both of them. Another dude's close. I know for a fact she is. Why did she need an extra two hundred million? And do you think it takes two hundred million for two hundred million? And do you think? It went from two hundred million down to zero. You don't think a nice fucking boat is purchased off your stupid? I, I just don't. I, I don't get that part of society. You know, people uh, donate thousands and thousands to presidential campaigns and elections. You already pay them. They already. You already pay them. 
Give that 20 to something else. Give that 20 to a fucking, a hungry fucking child or some shit. Buy a bum a fucking burger. Don't give your money to people who already have it. Seems very, uh, seems crazy. I know. Don't give your money, your money you work for, uh, you work your ass for to the bone every day. You know that expression, suck today's dick? Well, every day you get up for eight hours and you slob on one. You, you're away from your family, you're away from everything for eight hours, more than likely doing some shit you don't even like to do. Doing and probably doing other people shit too. Just for you to get home after money you still don't have, and you give it away to, to people who have exponentially more. It's infinity how much more money she has than you. All of them, Democratic and Republican, it don't even matter. They have way more. They could have paid for that shit by themselves. That's when Biden tweeted the transitional thing. Oh, well, Trump people want to leave. Y'all, y'all want to give us some money so we can run our offices? You nigga, you already, we already pay you to run your offices. Use your own money. I apologize for speaking. Uh, what I think is common sense or just fairly simple um, logic. Uh, more community. Help people in front of you. Help people you know. Look for these fucking backpacks. People doing uh, children's supplies. All this shit. Look for these people. Look for those motherfuckers. You want to give $20? You want to give $100 to? You want to give $10,000 to? Give $10,000 to some shit you're going to see in work. In your community. Donate ten thousand to the to a fucking some poor school so they can buy some fucking books or get a gym or get equipment for some broke ass kids and broke ass parents in a broke ass district and put your fucking name on a thing like Carnegie people did. You own it forever. That's your legacy. That's what you do with seven hundred million dollars. You build a legacy because you've already built fucking wealth. Obviously, you build a legacy. You buy a city. You buy a town. You don't invest in a ring company to flip it and you put that money back in your own pocket. You you already did that. That's how you got seven hundred million. That's how you got a billion. What the fuck else you gonna do with it? You can spend it. You can still spend it. You can still spend it. You'll never miss a vacation. You'll never miss anything. Nobody in the next two hundred years will never miss anything. But I don't want to see motherfuckers um, going up for basketball players. All these players, all oh, they work for these, um, they play and the owners do. I don't want to see all this no more. I'm tired of all this, uh, you know, because reality is niggas get paid a lot of money to not even be good at their jobs. And to continue to go up for, you know, I just think that's, you know, more levels of idolatry. I could have the 10-4 hat on. You know, I could be overthinking. I could be saying, oh, you know, 
why am I arguing for KD that KD don't, you know, KD don't owe nobody, you know, he don't owe no owners, you know, yada, yada. I could say all that, but or I could also just not give a fuck uh, about what somebody who's making $40 million a year. Uh, KD does his job pretty good uh, for $40 million fucking dollars, but I want to see these niggas out on, you know, uh, typing up for some teachers, sending some teachers some money, sending some schools some money. I want, I want to see more type of that stuff. I know it happens. I know these cats give to charity. I know all of that shit. I just feel like we in the same fucking place. These stop the violence rallies been going on for thirty years. We in the same place, and we've seen the money come into the community, and he be pissed away. That's all I'm saying. So, it's a little common sense that I just think it's common sense. I just think people should do the right thing um, and seek out people who need the help. Um, uh, because shit like that will last a lot longer than uh, your money will, even though money is uh, fucking fantastic. I, I let me I'll let you know, buddy. Uh, have a little, you know, money is money is the cure. It's not the root of all evil. It's the cure. But people really willing to do some real evil things for that motherfucking cure. It's the cure. It's 100% the cure. It's not the root of all evil. Because bad people do bad things for free. So them doing it for money is was, was no difference either way. Money is the cure. Money is what, what gets us everything. Money is what it's how we situate everything. A million dollars right now will change your entire will change like 22 motherfuckers. At least. Let's say you is you, let's say you got some kids, let's say you married, your mama, maybe your daddy, your uncle, your auntie, your cousins, they kids, you're not gonna leave them out. It affects it, it affects everybody. Everybody. How many aunties, cousins, and all that? Your cousins, friends, and your friends, your friends' family. You know, if you got a best friend, you are gonna leave. They, they ain't even blood, but they. It's, it's the same difference. They good. You gotta make sure they good too. You might even have coworkers you fuck with. Like, me make sure, you know, they came up. You people won a lottery, maybe. You know, they came up with me grinding. You know, we worked twelve years as ragged ass warehouse. Make sure my dog got a little something. It changes a lot, man. It changes a, a whole lot. It changes everything. It changes everything. Um, so to be for for me to uh, for me to see it just not be taken seriously, for me to see money just be thrown away, uh, trillions and trillions of dollars. You know, you can always be a fucking millionaire, billion. Now you can always like it's just something that can happen for anybody. Small percentage, it can happen. Um, Trillionaire, yeah, not so much, but uh, yeah, I just think you know, uh, more people should seek out better places to to really give their hard earned money. Um, no matter how much money that it is, uh, I think continuously giving to people who already have it. Why is Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie on my TV telling me to give to the Red Cross, nigga, twenty dollars? Why don't you give that shit? These niggas was on TV singing and crying about Katrina. Nigga, 
Why don't y'all give the money? Why is other broke motherfuckers giving it to other broke motherfuckers and we don't even know where that money went? This is tough. This is the shit I'm talking about. And I know you in fucking Portland, Oregon. And the only way you can feel you can help is to give it to find another way. Social media has changed a lot of things. You can seek out information if you want to seek it out. I can look at it right now and see uh, how many fucking purple caterpillars uh, there is in the world if I wanted to seek it out. Just just the way it is. Just I could do that if I fucking wanted to. Let's move on because I'm sick of this shit. On top of a lot of other things I've been doing, gambling, ooh-wee, um, has been kind of top of the charts, all right? So take my little handy down your notebook out. So one thing I've been trying to do better, and I kind of probably need to go to the store to make sure I uh, re-up, is writing shit down, uh, writing everything down, actually. I got, a, I got a book or a notepad for a lot of shit. And I got a lot of filled up pages and notebooks because I'm a crazy man. And that's just what you do, right? So what I've been gambling, right? First thing I've been gambling is uh, prop bets, right? So it's a lot of different tools you can use, a lot of different tools I use, etc. Um, and all of it is just common sense, um, looking up a player. Uh, I use StatMuse. StatMuse is probably one of the most efficient uh, stat sites you can use um, because you can look up, you know, how does Russell Westbrook do versus the Boston Celtics? And it'll show his stats for his career versus the Boston Celtics. So StatMuse is a, a really good, um, a really good tool. And uh, actually, who's playing tonight? Let's see. All right, so we got Orlando Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland's going to win that. Atlanta and Philly. Probably Philly if Embiid is healthy. Lakers, Washington, Washington. Chicago, Knicks. Knicks is going to win that. Boston, Hornets. They just played last. No, the Bucks played the Hornets last night. Boston, Hornets. Kimby and Tatum might still be out. But Gordon Hayward and LaMelo is out. So, Boston lost last night. Hornets might win that. Uh, San Antonio, Miami. Goddamn, was a lot of games tonight. Portland, Memphis. Uh, New Orleans, Denver. Utah, Sacramento, and Clippers in Phoenix. Why can't why can't the Pelicans be in the Eastern Conference? Why is New Orleans in the Western Conference? Uh, they did this when they uh, did this with the Hornets. Actually, moving the Hornets from the East to the West didn't even make sense. Like. It makes so much sense if they just switch a team or two. Like, put the Rockets in the fucking East. Put the put put the Rockets and put New Orleans in the East. Um, Memphis is in the in the West. None of this shit is on the West Coast. Switch a whole division. Do something. Uh, but you, you, at some point, you need to change the hierarchy because the East has been trash for a real long time. Like, the East has been trash since like. After after the heat, pretty much, right? Yes, and so since like 2014, right? So we had like seven years um, of a really, really lackluster conference 
and before LeBron and all them, it was trash before. Actually, it was trash even with that because when Bron there was going, when Bron was going, when he was in um, this is early two thousands. Uh, he was going with Cleveland. They was playing the Wizards. They playing the Magic. Like, yeah, exactly. So we got like uh, on our last twenty one, we probably got like seventeen. 18 years. My last 20, I say like I say 15, let's be fair. We probably got 15 years of a really bad Eastern Conference with no changes to the standings, uh no changes to the playoffs, no changes to the top seedings. Just do a fucking top 16. People been putting out top 16 teams for 12 years now. Adam Silver, boy. Um it's been like 12 years people been just putting out top 16 just put the best teams going there because we're not getting the best teams from the West. It's just not happening. It ain't been happening in a while. So, you know, I'm not sure uh, when that's going to happen, how it'll happen. It'll probably never happen uh, because we have an incompetent, greedy uh, NBA uh, staff, commissioner, uh, and everybody else that's pretty just in tune with money and, and nothing else. If you read some of their quotes on on uh, gambling, we're about to go into a gambling spiral of hell. Like the amount of uh, degenerate motherfuckers that's about to get into this, um, it, it's about to be crazy because we only got like a couple states. And um, yeah, when, when I seen Charles Barkley doing fucking Fanduel, we in trouble on Inside the NBA, not his own time. Charles Barkley, Kenneth Smith doing Fanduel reads. Yeah, big big depths of Hades. Um, it, it, it's coming for sure. But let's look at some of these props, man. Let's check out some of these props. Um, so what I like to do in some of the props is just go into the games where, you know, it's certain people I've been tailing all year that I know is very um consistent when it comes to their uh, points. Um, Orlando and Cleveland. I don't know if Sexton is still out. More than likely, he still is. He had a, a groin injury. Um, he's been out like the last maybe uh, two or three games, really. So when Sexton is out, you automatically live for Garland. Garland's the second best player on the team. Uh, Kevin Love is irrelevant. Um, his over under right now is just fifteen points. He didn't he didn't probably play ten games, and his over under is fifteen points. What Garland's is twenty two and a half. So, and it, and this is why I don't I I didn't like the the Kevin Love blow up because it's not the first time he's blown up. Um, first of all. You've been back at least eight games, right? And you ain't played a whole year. You've been back at least eight games. Your over-under is 15 and a half, 15 points, 16 points. And Garland, which is a second-year cat, is 22. Garland and Sexton it has been easily, easily the best two players on that team. Kevin Love is probably the fourth best player. He's not over Jared Allen. He's not more... He's not more useful than Jared Allen. Right now, he's not. Because the average, just about the same point, Jared Allen is 15 and a half. And he has a, a stronger odds for getting his over than Kevin fucking Love has. He averages more rebounds. And he probably even averaged more fucking assists. So Kevin Love averaged three assists. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. This dude gets paid $30 million. 
to be the fourth best player on this fucking team. Ain't that a bitch? Uh, Atlanta and Philly. So going back to that game, uh, Orlando is terrible. So Garland at 22 and a half is a pretty good bet. Uh, he had 13 against uh, the Raptors uh, a couple nights ago. So if if you're looking to bet on on, on anything out of this match, on any out, out of this team, because Orlando is just so terrible. Um, Garland points and a Jared Allen rebounds at 10 and a half. Uh, kind of look like the deal to me. I actually maybe go to goal and points later. I'm not gonna finalize anything like yet, but um, I'll be back on it later. So, goal and points 22 and a half. That would be one of my picks for show. Um, it's just so much going on with the Atlanta Philly game. Um, just not looking at it. Just raw stats. Jordan B. Uh, for over and under for points being 28. Uh, he's been down 21 and 24 over the last two games. Um, I think he got injured after the Phoenix game. Uh, he's fucking injured before he just came back from injury. Um, but Embiid to get basically 30 against no Capella. I say that happens. Uh, I say it's a pretty good fucking chance of happening. Lakers, Washington, just move on. There's nothing to, nothing to bet here. You don't want to bet anything because the only thing that you can bet um, would be um, the over-under for um, KCP, which is 11 points. Uh, because he's the only one that is capable besides Schroeder. Schroeder is a lot more um, competent and consistent as far as scoring. But Caldwell Pope has the ability to pull out a 20-point game. Uh, so when his over-under was like, for a while, it was like eight and a half points. And um, they're just raising it to 11. So I wouldn't do it at 11. I still sit under because usually – this nigga's going between one and seven points a game. When LeBron is there, he ain't scoring 20, you know, which is the craziest thing. Why, why these dudes start hooping and going crazy when LeBron AD not there? They need you motherfuckers to do that when they there. When they on the bench, Schroeder, nigga, they need you with 22, 25, not eight. You know what I'm saying? Um, Kind of fucking helps. So the only thing I would look at this is uh, maybe Drummond rebounds is at 11 and a half. But Drummond has been really in- in- inconsistent. Um, just throughout the year, the last three games, he's been fine. But throughout the year, he's been pretty inconsistent. It's against Washington, who's a, who's not a great rebounding team. Uh, I would test that. Uh, Drummond, 11 and a half. Um, over 11 and a half rebound, I would test it. Um, but I'm not really sure his minutes or anything like that. And with AD playing. It may be a little different, but AD's play is outside, so that, that shouldn't affect anything. AD don't want to be in a – he don't want to be in a paint. So I'll probably go drumming over 11 and a half. That'll probably be my picks. That'd be my pick for that for sure. So, you know, I was – uh, I got a bunch of my future bets already made, right? So, so my future bets – and the future bet I made was uh, – it was two of them. Six man of the year. And I picked Montrez Harrell, but I did that a, a while ago because I thought he was going to shine with the Lakers. He hasn't really shined with the Lakers. And I feel like uh, I think Jordan Clarkson probably already got that tied up. Uh, so thanks, Montrez Harrell. Uh, I could have bet fucking $5 and made like $500. Um, and then most improved player, right? So most improved player, because of popularity, it's going to go to Julius Randle, right? Not popularity. Julius Randle is actually baller. He's balling. 
But I had Zion, right? For most improved. They're both all-stars in comparison last year when it wasn't. Julius Randle, when he was in New Orleans, his stats weren't like this, but they were close. Uh, they were like the fucking the precursor to what this is. He's giving like 22 and 8, you know, 25 and you know, 7 and shit like that. Now it's 28 and 11, 30 and 30, 33 and 11, shit like that. So he, he's upgraded, right? Um but Zion's season, I mean, it's dramatically better than last year, right? Like, yeah, I'm not the only one that thinks that, right? It's, he, he has, he has, he's having one of the most efficient seasons in the history of the NBA. And he's averaging 28. Like, uh, he's you know, he's averaging more points. Julius Randle's averaging more rebounds. Um, But Julius Randle's on the Knicks, so... Give that out, Zion. And um, I had him be for, for season MVP. I think if uh, – I actually had him be and uh, Donovan Mitchell because I figure one of them would be the number one seed and whoever's the number one seed overall in the NBA will probably get it. And I figured it would be uh, Utah and Philly. And both of them have been hooping. Um, and you usually get it to the best team. And I did it around the time, of, you know, a lot of uh, media was kind of hyping up Utah, uh, who's been swept in the playoffs the last uh, maybe three or four years straight uh, by the Houston Rockets. Absolutely swept, dominated. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I chose uh, Donovan Mitchell. And I have uh, Joel Embiid. I just put a little cash in him. And when I got into uh, – and I voted on Embiid. Well, not voted, but put him on Embiid. He was plus 600. And I think Donovan Mitchell probably was like plus eight thousand when I called him. Um, actually, let me check that. It was like plus. I think it could have been plus eight hundred. I think it was actually plus eight thousand. I know I'm not that, tripping that much. Uh, let's see. Let me go to open bets. I have two open bets. Just forget what they are. It's on another side. I use my bookie as well. Um, yeah, so plus eight thousand when I called Donovan Mitchell, right? So I, uh, I called him at plus eight thousand. Um, I put fifty dollars on it. So you already know your boy is waiting for cash. Um, yeah, I, I called him at plus eight thousand. I put uh, fifty dollars on it, and I did that. What shows when I did? It was April. It's at the beginning of the month. I did it. Plus eight thousand. So plus eight thousand. He was all the way down at the list. Um. So thankfully, my prediction on how the media uh takes shit when uh because the media will at the same time completely forget some shit while completely bringing some shit back over and over and over again. So what they do is they keep bringing up the bucks. Lost in the playoffs the last two years. But they don't bring up Utah with the same team getting swept by the same team the last three years uh, in a row. So I I know how the bandwagon runs. I know how the, the media, they say the same shit all the time, really. People say the same shit, really. Uh, podcasts is really where you get the only, like, different opinion. Where you can get small percentage. Um, but mainly on uh, major media stuff, it's usually the same type of rhetoric, the same type of shit. And that's what they vote on. That's what these people vote on. You know, 
we, we we've heard uh, people who have uh, MVP votes say, "Oh well, I only voted. I vote because of narrative, or I vote because of this, not because of actual play." So it, it's best to look at the future bets and look at media narrative than how the how shit is actually being played. Uh, because if you go off your gut play, you'll probably lose. Um, so that's why I chose Donovan Mitchell. Um, I figure nobody really cares about uh, them getting the ass beat all the time. They only care about the regular season um, and him getting, you know, 25 points or 24 points a game. So, and they being the number one season. Plus 8,000 with a hell of a hit. And um, I'm waiting on that cash. If it actually go through, it should go through. Uh, and, and either way, I'm, I'm waiting on the other side with be Like I say, it was plus 600. Um, I probably need to revisit that, but I'm not sure. There's also like uh, real degenerate uh, gambling shit, like people that gamble on a draft. You know, what, what's going to be the top 10 drafts and shit like that. I don't really know um, uh, football or basketball like that to even think. I don't know college like that to. To even know uh, what the fuck is it, who's who's coming out and what, what people need and different things like that. Um, let's see. That's some real degenerate shit to gamble, man. Hold up. You gamble on uh, elections. Where is it? All right. So, sports book, MLB. MMA Golf. I just saw it. Live betting. U.S. politics. There you go. That's not available right now, right? I called Biden. He was like plus 200 at one point to be president. Got some cash on that. Um, You can bet on um, different TV shows. That's what I'm saying. Is, you know, betting's gonna get real degenerate because they're gonna open this stuff up. If I could bet to see who's gonna win Survivor or the the, the Bachelor, or whatever dumb shit, you know, people gonna you know people gonna run it up, man. Right now, you can bet on UK politics. This is on another site. Will Caitlyn Jenner be governor? Minus twenty five hundred for no, plus eight hundred for yes. UK politics. You can vote on the German fucking chancellor. It's crazy. All the UK votes must be going through. The, the Rock is plus 3,300 uh, to win the 2024 election. So it's a smaller chance, well, it's a better chance of The Rock being president. Then Donovan Mitchell being MVP in the league. Uh, then when I fucking called him at plus eight thousand, <laughs> people are the fucking worst. All right, y'all. So we went over was uh, life shit that took over everything pretty much. Went over a little NBA. Now, I want to discuss this past weekend. Usually, I like getting to the UFC a little early in the week. We're also going to talk about next week. Actually, let's talk about next week first. So, actually, we're going to talk about last week first while I look for next week on my screeny screen here. So, uh, last week I had uh, had four bets, no five. All of them was correct, right? So, I had Chris, well, uh, two of them was 
correct by really by default. I had Uriah Hall winning by TKO over Chris Wyman. TKO slash uh DQ because DQ automatically comes with it. Um I had Anthony Smith winning, just outright, not by anything. I didn't bet on Rose and Whaley. And I didn't bet on Valentina. I forget what what's the other one I had. Brendan Allen. Um versus Oh my god, I forget who I forgot who Brendan Allen fought. Um, but I got those right. Right? So the first thing you have to look at, the reason I got uh Uriah Hall and Chris Wyman right. So Uriah Hall and Chris Wyman, if you look at Uriah Hall's uh, record, he either wins or loses by TKO. Like there's really no decisions. He don't really do submissions. He don't really get submitted like that. And if you look at Chris Wyman's last like four or five fights, it's either a decision or he got TKO. The decision was the last fight. It was a real close fight. Or he got TKO in the last couple fights. So that's why I just win Uriah Hall because Chris Wyman is uh, he's not like the TKO type. And pretty much everything. Uriah Hall does is either a TKO or, or a knockout or different things like that. So um that's how I won that. Uh well, that's not how I won that. Well, that's why I voted for that. That's why I betted on that. Why well, I keep saying voted. That's why I betted on that. Uh, but I won because uh Chris Wyman uh fucking leg broke in half and was swinging by the knee at the bottom. Um like he was a fucking Majin Buu or something. It was pretty, pretty ridiculous. Pretty, pretty, pretty grotesque. And the fact that it happened to him, because it happened to Anderson Silva, who fought him uh, eight, nine years ago at this point. Uh, it's kind of weird and, and kind of freaky. So that's how I got them. I got Brendan Allen because Brendan Allen has fought. I forget who he fought. I need to find out who he fought just so I can. Uh, he fought. Uh, oh, he fought Carl Robeson, right? So Carl Robeson, uh, Carl Robeson is really good, but I just looked at the level of competition that these people have fought, right? And you know, in MMA losses matter, but they, you know, it, it really depends on the the type of fight that people give. You know, that's what that's how you get the fans, right? You can be even. In record or close to even in record, and you can still be the most one of the most popular people in the sport because sports know you give it all, you gave it your all. And the sport also knows it's a lot of bullshit decisions, there's a lot of shit you could have won, didn't won, you know, different shit like that. So, when I looked at Brandon Allen's record, he has a good record, he, he's uh, he's 16 and 4. But if you look at his who he's fought, he's fought top competition, like he's been fighting top competition. And I'm not saying he's fighting champions, all right? He he lost to Trevin Giles in 2016. Trevin Giles is on a winning streak currently in the UFC, right? And then, you know, it's a loss. He still fought in 2016. Resume, uh, difficulty of schedule, that shit all counts. He fought Eric Anders um, in 2017. Eric Anders is also uh, in the UFC. He fought Anthony Hernandez. Anthony Hernandez is also in the UFC. Um, I believe it's in that same way now and that's um when he got to UFC, uh he fought Kevin Holland, he fought Tom Breeze, he fought Kyle Dockers. Look, he beat Kevin Holland, he submitted Kevin Holland. So Kevin Holland was a top com- 
competitor at 70 and 85. He's a top competitor in two different divisions. This dude submitted him in the second round. And then when I looked at Robeson, Robeson just ain't fight the level of competition, you know, that 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 um Brendan Allen fought. So that's why I went Brendan Allen. That's how I got the dub. Uh, and that's also I got through Anthony Smith because Anthony Smith just fought tougher people. Like, how can some dude who hasn't fought the level of competition outright beat a dude who fought John Jones to five rounds? He didn't get stopped. He got stopped in a, a fight after that. But, I mean, he fought Clovis Tejera. This dude's fought nothing even close to that. So, um, by this dude, I mean um, Jimmy Crook. And that ended up in a, you know, controversy also when he, his fucking leg gave out. He got hit with a leg kick and his knee gave out. So I won two by default, but they, a dub is a dub. They still pay the same. So what's coming up this week is, let's see. I forgot tonight. That's tomorrow. Uh, PFL is tomorrow. PFL comes on uh, ESPN. One championship is tonight. On TNT. Ooh, three fights. Eddie Alvarez is fighting again. What, what the fuck? Oh, this, uh, are they redoing this? I don't know, but it comes on at 10 p.m. I'll be watching it, buddy. I'll be watching that before. Uh, but, but on Thursday, PFL, Curtis Miller against uh, Rory McDonald. Rory McDonald is minus 400. I think that's a pretty um, <laughs> good bet. Excuse me, Ray Cooper the third. Minus 700 against Jason uh, Ponet. Uh, Ponyet? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm really not sure of his name. Minus 700, Ray Cooper the third because he knocks motherfuckers out. Glayson T Um plus 120. Next fight, Tom Lawler. Yeah. I think the, the most solid bet here is easily uh, Roy McDonald and Ray Cooper. I mean, you're not going to win nothing for minus 700. Uh, I guess if you parlay Roy McDonald and Ray Cooper, I wouldn't, or you can't. I wouldn't recommend parlaying uh, MMA fights anyway. Then what is this? Oh, this is a jujitsu match. Oh, I ain't knocking bet on jujitsu matches. That's kind of fire. Gilbert Burns against Rafael Lovato Jr. Yo, shit. I'm going to have to watch that. Well, I'm looking for I'm actually looking for the goddamn UFC. Okay. So, Saturday, May 1st, we have Dominic Reyes uh, versus uh, Jiri. Cub Swanson versus uh, Giga Chikande. I'm, I'll probably go with Giga on that one. Co- Cody Stamen versus, wait, this is Marab against Cody Stamen? Holy shit. That's a good fight. Okay, so Marab is a—I uh, can't say his last name—he's a fucking like he's a wrestler, right? He wrestles hard as shit, unlimited cardio, but he's fighting Cody Stamen. Uh, this is that Bannerway, right? Yes, Bannerway fight. I forgot Cody Stamen was doing one thirty-five, but Cody Stamen hits pretty fucking hard. Um, I have to look at this because so when you have to do in matches like this, right? So Cody Stamen is mostly a stand-up fighter, and Marab is definitely a maul you down, wrestle you fighter. So one of the things you look at, especially this, this is minus minus two fifty-five for Marab. So Vegas thinks Marab is going to win this, 
the one thing I was looking for with Cody Stammen is just, just the ability to, to knock somebody out. Um, but you'll have to look up is um, Cody Stammen's ability to, to uh, deny takedowns. Because he have a low percentage. If he gets taken down all the time, he's going to get taken down all the fucking time, like, especially against Marab. That's going to be 24-7. So, you know, I'm willing to go to the, the plus 215 for Cody Stamen. And I'm also willing to go – let me uh, open it up. Look, I'm trying to look at the KO. Go to distance, that's a victory. And Cody statement by KO is plus six fifty. I'm also willing to look at that. Um, but you also have to look at uh, Marab's side, right? Because you can find a um, an underdog in anything. You're five plus of anything. If you look at Marab by submission, it's plus twelve hundred. Now he's not really the submission type, but he's the beat the shit out of you type. But who, what comes with that is, is that people quit. And yeah, I wouldn't do it. He has a submission victory, but it's an on-ball victory in 2017. Everything is really just decisions. Technical submission. No, he lost that one. It's on a good winning streak. It's on a five uh five winning streak. That's really good. Casey Kennedy, John Dodson, Gustavo Lopez. He just fought better people. Ricky Simone, he just fought better people. Actually, let me not say that. Let me look up Cody statement. I forgot. Uh, Cody statement is for good people too. Okay, just lost to Jimmy Rivera by decision. Brian Kelleher is good. Song Yadong, that was a draw. Or is it duck to the point for illegal knee? Oh, I forgot about that. He lost to Sterling. Huh. I'll probably go Marab on this one. That'll be my pick for that. Let's see who else is fighting. I was, I'm kind of surprised. Uh, I didn't know Marab was fighting. That's a really good fight. Marab and uh, him is a really good fucking fight. And the rest of the fights are just kind of new people. Randa Marcos, Luana Pinheiro, Dustin Jacobs. Oh, shit. Uh, Dustin Jacoby. Uh, Ian Kutalaba. That's a really good fight. But Kutalaba just got stopped. his last fight, didn't he? And he lost his last two. Uh, Magomed Ankalov, yeah. That's, that's the same dude. Khalil Rountree, Glover Zajera. He lost to Cannonier, Mika Sherkalov. It seems like he can't get past the, the kind of upper tier, but he can beat everybody under him. I'm talking about Ian uh, uh, Kuntalabra. And Dustin Jacoby, let's see who he's fought. And a lot of this is about level of competition, dog. Like, you can just really look at, you know, how people perform. He just hasn't fought, you know, even if, not even looking at his win-loss, which is 14-5. and five, He just hasn't fought close to the level of competition um, that Kuntalabra has. And that, you know, you know, that he could still come in and, and, and knock his motherfucking ass out or still win the fight. But, you know, just... Just using that to Muhammad Luol. Yeah, just using that to, to yeah. He hasn't fought in a bit too. He went on yeah, he was on a four year hiatus, goddamn. 
catch right. Yeah, I'll probably go with Kuntalaba there. I didn't even see that match. Uh, minus one forty-seven. That looks pretty good. But it's gonna be an impressive card. I know Dominic Reyes and um and Jiri, That's gonna be a good fight. You know, just kind of seeing what Dominic Reyes is. Uh, seeing if that lost to to Jan. Uh, what it does to him. Um, because he got brutalized in that fight, man. You know, I may, I may think about Paul laying this up. You know, I don't, I don't like Paul in UFC at all. It's too random. I never Paul in UFC, but this is kind of a throwaway card, and it's a lot of in between fights. You know, a lot of plus one hundred, plus two hundred, like that. It's not a lot of, it's not a lot of you know dominating minus six hundred and no shit like that. You know, so it, it it looks like good fun to just kind of play around with Kuntalabra, Marab. Giga and Dominic Reyes, uh, just because I trust Dominic Reyes a, a little more, to be honest, um, than I do Jerry. But yeah, good fighter, good set of calls coming. And Bellator is tomorrow. Sergio Pettis, that's next week. Sergio Pettis and Juan Archuleta. That's a really fucking good fight. Oh my God, Romero and and Anthony Johnson. Oh my God, Romero and Rumble. Holy shit. That's next week. Jeez. Talk about chaos. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, I do pretty well uh, with the UFC fights. Um, I do good with the NBA uh, prop bet suit, but I'm, I'm more just learning with that. So I'm fine with, I'm fine with, I'm, I'm fine with learning either way. Um, it's cool with me. Uh, but, uh, if I didn't win more, more than I lose, I wouldn't be fucking doing it. But I could definitely see how. I could definitely see how motherfuckers going in debt real quick. Because if, you, if you're the type of person that think you need to bet another one to win, to make up for the a, a loss, then you're going to always be in the hole. You know what I'm saying? People will lose a bet and be like, oh, man, I lost $20. Well, fuck, I got to make that $20 back. Well, I lost 100 I got to make that $100 back. So they'll make a bet the same day uh, when you're clearly on a bad uh, run. And they'll make a bet the same day just to make up for that. And that, that's just not the smart way to go. I'm fine with being patient. Um, I'm fine with having a set percentage that I bet for everything and everything in between also. So we all gravy. So. I uh, appreciate y'all for listening to the podcast. Uh, the boy is back. And crack is actually not whack at all. Uh, thank y'all for listening. I, I appreciate y'all. Um, do as many uh, drugs as y'all can. And have a good day. Goodbye.